This is Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. Did you hear that story I was throwing out there in the snapshot about the Florida quarterback? Yeah. I, I just I remember we talked about it at the time, but it's just amazing. This is a kid coming out of high school. He had a four-year, $13 million deal on the table that ended up falling apart. But that's what he agreed to and was in place for him to be a Florida Gator. He was going to make over $3 million a year to be <laughs> having not thrown a single pass at the college level. Coming out of high school, over $3 million a year. It's amazing. He ended up at Arizona State, and I don't know what he's getting paid there. But the fact that that deal was in place before it fell apart is just unbelievable. That's one thing that we uh, that we probably haven't covered is that like okay let's say I mean how is that thing paid out certainly not up front because the kid could jump in the the transfer portal unless there's something in the contract that he signs I would assume that there says, is yeah. I mean there has to be yeah because it says worth more than thirteen million over four years so I'm assuming he's just getting three point whatever for four years per year, or if he comes out early, he'll, he'll just get the average. I don't know. It's just that number is staggering for a high school kid. <laughs> you could you could basically retire when you come out of college. You don't have to go pro. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go pro. I mean, $13 million, you're probably going to pay, you know, what, 40% taxes just to give a round number. Maybe it's more than that, but at that tax bracket. But yeah, now you've got like... You're what, a multimillionaire. Four, four and a half million bucks in the bank and... Can you live off the interest and Jeez. just chill for the rest of your life? <laughs> Goodness. That's just, uh, it just struck me. And I know, again, we talked about it when it happened, but just having it pop back up because now Florida is being investigated for the, however they recruited him, the NCAA is investigating him. But just hearing those numbers again, you're like, oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. And, and at some point, Dave, we're going to be talking about NIL money, and that, that'll be cheap. We'll be going, hey, remember? Remember we were yeah. freaking out over the kid in Florida that was getting three point whatever a year in that deal? Now look at it. Well, unless, and this is something that I, I have to admit, that I thought that it would be different than this, and that's that you throw a whole bunch of money at these kids. They're going to get distracted. All of a sudden, the football's not going to be the most important thing. Right. Um, and then, you know, look, that's what Pete and John went through for 14 years together about, you know, trying to decide, does this guy really want to play football? Does he love it? You have to love it because of the amount of money right now that they're making. If you don't love it and you could just, you know, get your get yourself a, an income and kind of chill and be done. So now you're having to make that evaluation, the same evaluation with grown men that you're making, you're making, now you're making these uh, decisions with uh, 17 year olds, 18 year olds. So crazy. I mean, so crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> 13 million. I, I'm actually kind of enjoying the ride. <sighs> I think it's, I think it's very fascinating. Um, that, Is there a small part of you? I know you say money makes you weird. Is there a small part of you going, I was born in the wrong era? Yeah, where, where would what kind of money would you be getting? You know, ranked where you were, rated as you were coming out of high school, going to college today in twenty twenty four. You know, I figure I was a good linebacker, not a great linebacker. So I figure I probably could have made I don't know six or seven million. So that's like over fifty million dollars. I would be so weird. <laughs> you, the, that implies you're not now. So weird. That implies no, no. that he's not now. Well, I was, yeah looking to Matt. I know he had a smart ass comment to make, but uh 
But no, you know what? You know who I always think of whenever that comes up, that I get asked that question? I think of Steve Rabel. Rabes. Because he's weird? Well, that too. <laughs> no, but like. His riches have made him odd. In 1976, 77, I think those guys were making like 40000 $50,000. Which, I mean, relatively speaking, what was the average annual income back then? It was maybe in the 20s or something? I don't know. Yeah, I probably. No I think I think I remember my dad making forty thousand. Somehow I found out about that, and that was in like nineteen seventy nine or nineteen eighty. Probably and it was like it was probably really good. Like for that, back that then. was a pretty good. Yeah, um, but but even still, I mean, it's the NFL and the money and everything. It's been exponential the, yeah. the growth. So it's it's not just inflation. It's it's much more than that. So yeah, I'm just. I'm just sitting around waiting for some of these young kids to totally screw up. So you can go, see, told you. Yeah. It makes no, it weird. I don't want it to happen. Yeah, you just want these young kids to get in a car accident. But outside of that, totally normal. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's different. How? Um, because I know you. <laughs> oh, so that's why it's better. Yeah. That okay. relationship Great. makes it more palatable. Much more delightful. <laughs> Super. Uh, hey, by the way, on the way here, I actually thanked a lady because there was a crosswalk. There's lots of cars, and two cars stopped for her. She waved at both of them and then kind of jogged across the street. And so I rolled down my window and said, thank you. And I hope she didn't think I was being sarcastic. Yeah. But, yeah, that's how you should do it. That's... You, you shouldn't, like, slow walk while looking at your phone. What across. shape did her fingers make after you said that? Said he was number one. Yeah, yeah no. That wasn't <laughs> was a totally different situation. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, that's my move. I'll, if I am standing at a crosswalk and the car stops for me, I always, hey, thanks, wave, Thank and, I'll, and I'll have some pace. Well, not only that, you want to make sure everybody sees yeah. you. Yeah. Right? Acknowledging you stopped for me, I appreciate it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to saunter across this. this uh, right crosswalk here with my phone i think people that do that don't have cars and don't drive in cars they either ride the bus or they walk or whatever because if you are driving around you're i mean you're sympathetic to that because you know how painful it is to sit and watch somebody saunter across (laughs) the street that's exactly right all right let's get to best of the rest we know you love listening to us, but there are great discussions happening all over our station. I need more Jake Bobo. I need more of them. Because Jake Bobo is objectively fun to say. Yeah, I'm just not good at bats. Let's tone it down. It's time for the best of the rest. How dare you? <laughs> we take a listen to some of the conversations happening on the other shows at the station and uh, weigh in as to who was right, who was wrong. We're the judges, and we're always right. So we're going to talk about uh, Brock and Salk uh, on Wednesday. And that was, I was just kidding, by the way. Uh, one name in their mind that stands out in this coaching search who's got, in their opinion, all of the characteristics that the Seahawks are looking for in a head coach. Here's what they had to say about that. The more we go through all the qualities that you might want, the more we go through all the options that are out there and whatever, all this whole conversation, mm-hmm. the more, to me, it keeps coming back to one name, Jim Harbaugh. So I ask you this. Why have we not heard anything yet about Jim Harbaugh? Every every single answer we hear from everyone seems to lead back in that direction. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a leader. I'm looking for somebody with some experience. I'm looking for somebody who can be positive. I'm looking for somebody who can keep together the physicality of what's been here so far. I'm look all of it. All of it seems somebody with high brain power who can bring in some unbelievable assistance. KJ says that whatever happened in the past in San Francisco is ancient history. 
how 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 are we not hearing the news that the Seahawks are interviewing let, let Jim Harbaugh? Think. Let me think. No, I'm, what I'm saying is Jim you're not going to hear. Is you not, would, oh, you think you would be silent but deadly? Correct. You would not hear about it. They wouldn't put that out there. Mm. That's not the way that they do their business. Mm. So, so yeah. do you think it's happening? I think it, I think it should happen. If Jim's going or John's going to interview ten guys, they, he should absolutely interview. I don't know the one with the most institutional knowledge of how to get Gen Z to play for you. You know, I was just telling Justin I, one of the brilliant things about Harbaugh is he's smart as a fox. He comes across. Yep. We've chatted with Pete about him on and off the air a lot through the years, and he is a smart look for every single edge. And he was smart enough to realize. You know what he? I can't relate, so I better hire thirty-something. You know, mentor and, and more. I better hire these thirty-somethings that can really relate to these guys, and then I'll lead them. What do you think, Dave? We brought that up before. That two of the names we haven't heard doesn't mean the Seahawks won't kick the tires on them or speak to them. Were Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick, who and that one was weird to me, only in the sense that he's widely considered the greatest to ever do it. And he's available and clearly still wants to coach because he's interviewing with the Chargers. He's interviewing with the Falcons. And I think the assumption with both of those guys is that they want more than just the coaching title. They want their hands involved yeah. in a bunch of different areas. Now, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I haven't heard that, but that seems to be the assumption. I totally agree. And um, I, I feel like for some of these guys, like the young guys, they're going to be just happy to be a head coach. Their first chance. Yeah. So they're not going to come in there and dictate to John Schneider, whereas eh, I would think Harbaugh would. Now, I mean, I do think Harbaugh, there's there's value there. There's no question about it. I think he's really smart. I've always loved what he has brought as far as a run game goes. Mm -hmm. I think he understands that part of it. The guy and wins. Very clever. Everywhere. Yeah, and, and to be able to do it at, at both levels. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl, didn't didn't win lost right. to his brother but still that's he had a good coaching record and to be able to do it with different you know players you've got the veterans you know like Patrick Willis that he was coaching and then now you've got the the young guys that it seems like he relates to pretty much everybody and, you know, and one thing real quick Bob I, I think I've kind of come to to rest that most of these guys, they know enough about football. They're enough of football guys. They're not, you know, and it's not so much about how much you know. It's about how well can you explain it, mm -hmm. you know. So are they, and this comes back to the word that we've been using, teachers. And yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if he doesn't have that communication, like they were saying, uh, he's not able to communicate to these younger guys, then bring in somebody that can what, before we move on to the next one, what what do you think? Do you think there's any hesitation based on, in Belichick's case, age, and in in Harbaugh's case, he wears you out. That's been clear. Yeah. He's never and he's never anywhere for too long. And in Belichick's case, you just don't know how long he wants to coach. I mean, he's 72, 71, 72. at this point. What does he have? Three years left. So. Are they? I'm wondering if John is is keeping in mind, like you know what? I'd like to find a guy kind of in line with what we did with Pete, who's going to be here for a decade. Now, success or failure will dictate that more than anything. But it feels like you're kind of starting out behind the eight ball, if that's a goal with somebody the age of Belichick or somebody who runs as hot as Harbaugh has clearly done in each spot. You hear the stories that he is a winner. He can get things done. He motivates. He does this, that, and the other. But he does run hot and wears people out after a while. Yeah, I mean, those two things. I, the other thing I think that kind of goes along with Har, uh, not Harbaugh, but uh, Belichick, is that it feels like 
it, it's going to take a while, and he doesn't really. I mean, he's seventy-two. I mean, how late is he going to be like Marv right. Levy, uh, and go till what he was late seventies, early eighties? So that's that's my hesitation there. And I'm not being an ageist. I'm just being realistic because it does take a while to get that instill that culture. But um, yeah, with Harbaugh, I just feel like he would want too much. All right, here's uh, this is from Bump and Stacy yesterday, kind of in the same line here, and here they are making the case for why an established head coach, you know, versus maybe some of these young, unproven coordinators would be the better route. We are going to start with the veteran guys because there are some very intriguing names here. Bump, Mike Vrabel, former head coach of the Titans. Jim Harbaugh, who's been a head coach with the 49ers. Dan Quinn, who's been a head coach with the Falcons. Steve Wilkes, who's been head coach with the Cardinals for one season and then then was interim head coach with the Panthers and actually saw a really good second half of the season for them before he was replaced by Frank Reich in a relatively controversial hiring. So let's start with Harbaugh. He's already interviewed with the Chargers and Falcons. He hasn't officially announced his departure for Michigan. The assumption is that he would leave if he had an opportunity to coach up Justin Herbert. Didn't, quote, end well with him in the 49ers, but he still got to a Super Bowl and uh, and led some really good teams, succeeded, obviously, at Michigan. What do you think about Jim Harbaugh as Seahawks head coach? It ain't going to happen. Like, it really ain't going to happen. I understand the attraction of hardball, right? You know you're going to get a defense, excuse me, an offense is going to pack it in, 12 personnel. Um, you're going to get some play action under center. You're going to get a, a quarterback who moves outside the pocket, mobile enough to get things done. He has a plan that has worked for like 15 years now. Well, what you get out of hardball is um, a veteran who has seen a lot of defenses, who has worked with a lot of different quarterbacks and players, a guy who's been around the block. And that's essentially what you get with most veteran coaches. But I think out of the names that you've um, you listed right there, you got Vrabel, Harbaugh, Quinn, Wilkes. He's one of the few that have shown to te- or to stand the test of time. The way he does it, it works. Boy, based on just track record, if you're just talking about the names they threw out there, Harbaugh, Vrabel, Wilkes. I'd go with Harbaugh. He's now, again, acknowledging he may not be here for as long as you'd want a head coach. You know, again, if you're trying to model after Pete's run here, I don't know if that's a realistic expectation for somebody to be here for 14 years, but if you want somebody to be here for seven, eight years at least, something like that, I don't see Harbaugh being that guy. Maybe 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 he'll mellow as he gets older. Maybe he won't rub people the wrong way. He's he maybe changes a bit as as time goes on. But yeah, if you're just talking resume success, he's, he's the obvious choice, is he not? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's more obvious than the others. I don't really get the Vrabel thing, but you know the thing I keep going back to is it's. I don't mean to make it all about John Schneider, but. I feel like this is going to be, and look, he's a very humble guy, so I don't think he's going to, you know, abuse the power of having, you know, finally being in control after all these years. I don't think it really bothered him that much in the first place, but um, just however he interacts and, you know, and I'm sure I can't wait to see the, or hear the reasons of why and which way they went, but I don't know. The more I hear about Vrabel and, you know, what kind of a football guy he is and, you know, how much, um, you know, he, well, and again, we got Mike Lefko, you know, constantly telling us. He's poisoned the well. Yeah, how Mike waves at us. Yeah, that's me. I'm giving you insight. He's giving us facts as he sees them. Deeper knowledge. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) In, In a very negative tone. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful transition because our next piece comes courtesy of Brock and Salk yesterday. And Salk explains why Mike Vrabel 
is a good fit. Yesterday, I started to really come around to the idea of Mike Vrabel. It boils down to Vrabel does the things that you want your head coach to be able to do. You're not hiring a coordinator. You're hiring a head coach. There's a difference, right? The, the, the coordinator needs to be a genius. The coordinator needs to know how to scheme people open. The coordinator needs to understand everything that's going on in modern football. Your head coach needs to be a leader. Your head coach needs to be somebody that is that is above everything, that sets the tone for an entire building. Leadership, culture building, the ability to set a, a course for a building, identity, all those things. Say what you want about Mike Vrabel's teams in Tennessee. They weren't perfect, but they always knew who they were. As soon as you knew that they were on your schedule, you knew what you were getting. You knew the physicality you were going to get. You knew the style that they were going to play. You knew the buy-in that he had from his players. All of those things were guaranteed in the Mike Vrabel era was he perfect no he also had jack squat for quarterback play the entire time he was there in six years he had ryan Tannehill, and yeah ryan Tannehill stinks yeah and is well, always he had aj brown take it away yeah I let's mean, be like, fair ryan Tannehill had a couple of years that were pretty similar to geno, geno smith yes. and whoever comes here is gonna have to work with geno smith probably maybe this maybe maybe they will <laughs> or maybe they're gonna decide right after the super bowl to move on from geno trade up in the draft and bring in a new quarterback is anybody surprised that Salk is going with Harbaugh and Vrabel? I thought, for whatever reason, I thought he would go with more of like the the nerdly type, like the Mike McDaniel type. Because you feel like he can relate to that more? <laughs> no, I'm just... Sorry it was there. <laughs> it was just there. I don't know. I, You know, I think the more... We talked to Tim Twentyman today, who works for uh, the DetroitLions.com, and to me... The more I hear about Dan Campbell, the more I get excited about that kind of a coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look. The lovable meathead. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's really not like, again, if you hadn't had that kneecap biting part of it, people yeah. might have still said, well, he sounds like a player. You know, but um, yeah, he, he knows the game. He played the game. Yeah. And he really, he's got that offense playing really well, man. We, either him or Ben Johnson. Somebody's got yeah. that offense playing well. Yeah. Uh, one more before we get, we uh, move on here. This is from Bump and Stacy, and, and it touches on what what uh, Salk was talking about at the end of that last cut. And they were talking about what a new head coach is going to mean for Geno Smith. Not only is this an important decision, it might be the first one that John and this new head coach make because that guarantee kicks in February 16th. Oh, it's going to be at least a major one. Obviously, they're going to look at the roster and you know, cut some guys that they feel they don't need. But when it comes to notable names, this was probably going to be uh, the first big decision. I've been looking at, at mock drafts just to kind of see what people are thinking. I think people think what we think. This defense needs to get yep, better yep. at the number 16 spot. You take the best defensive player. But if you do cut Geno, you're left with Drew Locke. Do you think a guy comes in here, say you get an offensive coordinator at Ben Johnson, a Slowick in this piece, and they go, or even a Jim Harbaugh, let's, let's, let's shoot for the stars, right? And they come in, Geno's not, they cut Geno. Are you rolling with Drew? Who else is going to be out there? We talked about some available guys, right? You got Justin Fields, who's out there on the market, who can be traded for or whatnot. You also have Kirk Cousins, mm -hmm. who's going to be a free agent. Russell Wilson ain't going to be back here, but he's on the market as well. The first decision this head coach has to make is whether or not he's going to keep Geno and where does this offense move forward at the quarterback position. But the most important assignment is getting this defense right. So we're going to learn fairly quickly 
how they view this team, how they view this offense, this defense, and especially Geno. I think your best bet is to keep Geno around and try to draft a quarterback late. I agree with him there that I'm okay going forward with Geno right now. It's the defense yeah. that, that needs to get fixed. 100%. 100%. And I, I don't feel like it's that big of a decision. I feel like it's the obvious. You've got him signed to, in NFL dollars, a very reasonable deal. He's a good quarterback. He's not your franchise. He's not your future for five, ten years. You're not, but he's the bridge. If you're going to draft a young quarterback, you can sit him behind. You know, we talked about the mock draft that I sent you last night. Had them taking JJ McCarthy. You love him, you hate him, however you feel about him. But you you don't really have a plan B. Saying, well, you got Drew Locke. Well, you don't have him. He's a free agent now. Maybe he'd be more than willing to resign here, especially if he can be a starter. But technically. You don't. If you cut Geno, you don't have somebody else, right? At that particular moment, unless you lock up Drew Locke to a to a multi year deal. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's it. Maybe Schneider. Again, we talked about. It. We don't really know exactly how much he loves Drew Locke, but I mean, his track record. You can go with with Geno, right? I mean, we we kind of see what his track record is, and it ended strong, started a little shaky, and then opposite the year before that. He can play quarterback for you. I, I think that's fine. But, you know, I, I don't know if we've talked as much about this as maybe we should have as how drastically we underperformed on defense, meaning our players are much better than what the scheme was. Like, they, they should have had better years, and I think that's more about – you know, like Reek Woolen, that guy needs coaching, man. He he really needs it. Um, and and so I've said the same thing about Boye Mafe. I mm-hmm. mean, again, I think he's very raw, and there are some things that he doesn't. Uh, what was the thing that Brett Favre didn't? He, he said, didn't know a coverage. Was or he a said, cover "What's nickel?" Or, or "What's nickel?" Or no, I think it was nickel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he knows it when he sees it. He just didn't know the terminology. Right. There, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's that's kind of like Boye Mafe, and not in a bad way. I mean, look, Boye is an unbelievable player, but I just think he's he's a little bit raw, and you get the right defensive coordinator in there that you can get the best out of him. All right, coming up, we can't end the week without figuring out what exactly we learned, and that is coming up next with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports on 710. This is a house of learned doctors. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What did we learn today? No one's a bigger idiot than me. It's the easiest way out. A reminder that we've got mean text coming up in the next segment, so you still have about 15 minutes to get creative. Get mean if you want. If it makes you feel good and those dark souls, those black hearts of yours to hurt our feelings, okay. We're here for you. It's cathartic. I get it. 866-979-3776, powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. So mean text coming up. But before that, what did we learn, Lefko? Well, yeah, we did learn we need more of those. Oh, because that- we don't have any good, funny, smart, creative, or interesting listeners. So. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. We don't have any that. mean text uh, worthwhile. That's Buck- Lefko. That's L-E-F-K-O. <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, after that, though, we did learn that today was Matt Nelson's favorite day. We've got some in-studio guests today. Liz there. and Ryan. Liz and Ryan yes. were the, were the uh, high bidders on our uh, sit-in studio with, with Wyman and Bob, and, and they didn't know they were getting Matt and Lefko too, but uh, that's a bonus for them, I think. Yeah, I introduced Matt as the brains of the operation, but uh, I was just being nice. <laughs> that hurts my feelings, Dave. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it most certainly does not. 
Liz comes in right out of the right off the get-go and says, I know you love onions, Dave, so I brought you this, and then she handed me chocolate-covered macadamia nuts. So, oh, so well, that she, was, she's, she listens to the show. That was very she nice says of her. She hates onions as well. So fellow onion hater. Yes. Good. All right. Well, <laughs> there we go. Fellow onion hater. Yes. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So uh welcome. You guys uh go ahead, push whatever buttons you want, talk into the mics, you know, play on the computers. Matt loves to chat. Especially about sports. Yeah, quiz him on sports. Yeah. He's a he's a trivia guru. So just talk to him about his favorite teams, uniforms, quarterbacks, things like that. He's he's big in that. Uh, it's for charity. I just have to keep telling myself it's for charity. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he said that with them sitting there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> They're in the room with him, and he's going, Not pulling okay, any punches. Just, it's for charity. It's for charity that I have to deal with guests in the studio. <laughs> They're listeners. It's not breaking news that I'm not a social person to them. <laughs> Serenity now. They were incredibly nice. It was wonderful to have them. I just don't do my job well with people looking at me. You don't like being observed. No. Yeah. I really don't. That's fair. That's, That's fine. I'll make a note of that. Dave's going to just walk in there every break and stare at you. Invite just, more people into <laughs> studio. I got to okay. look for more lighthouse jobs again, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> See how many people can actually fit in this small enclosed room. Maybe you should tell them that right when they get here is that my dream job is to man a lighthouse. <laughs> That's right. It's a great conversation starter. For yeah. the solitude. So you, you know, know. What? You just need to hand them a card, Matt. So you don't even have to interact with them. Like, hi, I'm Matt Nelson. I hate people and I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> no, you know what? I don't even need to hand him a card. I'll just put a sign by the door. <laughs> This board op would rather be in a lighthouse. <laughs> Meaning away from you. Uh, what else did we learn? Uh, well, kind of disappointing, but uh, we learned that Wyman has failed us once again. <laughs> nothing about the opening scene. You like nothing about the opening scene. Or the guys eating the snozberries. and the... Yeah. Yeah. We call them oh, he either. says the snozberries taste like snozberries when he's licking the pane of the, the glass. That's what's oh, bugging yeah. me is Dave can't get through this movie that's, what, 80 minutes long? <laughs> it's not like you're watching uh, Amadeus or something here. This is, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I'm, it's I'm not actually, a think piece, man. Deep down inside, I'm disappointed in myself. Because like Matt said, this is seems like your kind of movie. And I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not getting it, though. No, I, I just don't think it's funny. Oh. It's not. It's not that funny. It, it was lacking in fart the, the jokes. The one guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lefko, what about you? No, no, that was it. That Dave doesn't like Super Troopers. That's Still. bugging you. Yeah, it's bothering you. Yes, yeah. I'm going to continue to not like it. All right. It. <laughs> We're going to continue That's to mute your mic. Your, yeah. mute your mic then. <laughs> hey, Lefko's just going to keep reciting lines to you, and you're going to go. I'll I, I've turn, got no reaction to just it. Just turn my mic off, meow. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Look how happy that made everybody when you said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody, I haven't gotten to this guy yet, I don't think. Uh, 425, which I'm jumping ahead, but I don't care. He says, Dave is the Farva of radio. <laughs> is that a character That's, in Super Troopers? I'm going to say that, yes, it is, and it's not a compliment. Yeah. Oh, I figured it wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Now you have to watch it all the way through just to get a sense of who Farva is. <laughs> I like that Jen and Beaverton said, you know, I was going to watch Super Troopers just to, just to see, but... I get the feeling that I'm going to be hearing about it for the next two weeks. <laughs> the more you, you watch, don't get it and don't watch it, the more you'll probably hear about it. It's like I have a tolerance for like 20 minutes, you know, or whatever the span is between commercials because I got it off of FX or something like that. So, uh, you know, it's How like, is it edited hold on, then? Hold on. That's your it's not edited. It's not edited. Are you sure? Yes. There's language? Uh, yes. And not if it's on FX. There is language. 
this makes a whole world of difference. It all makes sense. I'm now. telling you, there's language. Trust me. Do you want me to say something on air right now so Matt has to push a button? <laughs> no, we do not. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I, 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 huh. That's a, that's something I can't do. I can't watch movies yeah, on, really on a channel where it's it's being edited or it's got commercials. It makes me nuts. I gotta I gotta be able to watch it in its in its original form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you're probably watching Super Troopers too, <laughs> and it's on FX. I mean, it's all making sense now. Now, well, did they do the whole meow thing in in number two? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I don't know. That movie was bad. Well, the guy was counting. Yeah. He's got yeah, like, his so fingers. That's the first, that's, one. That's, so, that's yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get off that. What else did we learn? We did learn that uh, Dave was being very humble today. You got D'Amico Ryan's. Um, you've you've got Antonio Pierce. Who's the guy in uh, Gerard Mayo that are all linebackers, ex linebackers that are head? Are you coaches? saying linebackers make better coaches? They're smarter. They're better looking. Is that uh, what it is? They're they're the best athlete on the team. Most well rounded. What else? I hear, I heard that's what happened in the the final interview. Anybody that's what Mark Davis said. What Antonio else is there? Most Does delusional. Else want to add to the list? Most Nobody? delusional. Most delusional. <laughs> well, well played, Bob. Well played. <laughs> the most this, the most that. Yeah, squeeze that in, I suppose. It was well done. Uh, we also learned that, you know, probably a good thing that NIL didn't exist when Wyman was playing. Where would what kind of money would you be getting? You know, ranked where you were, rated as you were coming out of high school, going to college today in twenty twenty four. You know, I figure. I was a good linebacker, not a great linebacker. So I figure I probably could have made, I don't know, six or seven million. So that's like over $50 million. I would be so weird. <laughs> that implies you're not now. So weird. That implies no, no. that he's not now. Well, I was yeah. looking to Matt. I know he had a smart-ass <laughs> comment to make. But, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just sitting around waiting for some of these young kids to totally screw up. So you can go, see? Told you. Yeah. It makes no, it weird. I don't want it to happen. Yeah, you just want these young kids to get in a car accident. But outside of that, totally normal. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's different. How? Um, because I know you. <laughs> oh, so that's why it's better. Yeah. That okay. relationship Great. makes it more palatable. Much more delightful. <laughs> Super. I almost want you guys to get into a fender bender only to see his reaction. See how he's truly going to handle it. Is he really going to go... Ah, let me go. I could see him out there looking at the cars, taking pictures of it with great delight, big smile on his face. I yeah, just, and get it on up on the website right yeah. away. Just <laughs> like when the stairs got ruined. I'd love to watch Dave try to upload a picture to the internet. <laughs> I know God, people. That'd be a fun segment. <laughs> I know somebody who can do it. No. My guy Taylor will help me out. No, he won't. I'll tell Taylor to no, no, We didn't no. get to do our job switch segment, so let's let's do that segment. Now. <laughs> Dave a, uploads a picture. Dave uh, to Twitter. To it's the Twitter, tweeter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ta- Taylor's on my side on this one. <laughs> that's very funny. I'd love yeah. to see Dave try to upload I mean, that, a picture. Oh, that yeah, that's very funny. Um, I'll tell you what, though. That would be the first thing I would do. I would, just like you said, I'd be out there taking pictures. <laughs> Smiling and know, laughing. Reenacting uh, the whole thing. I mean, it would just be, like I said, delightful. <laughs> oh, okay. Just great delight in your guys' misfortune. That's That's a shame. All right. Did we learn anything else? Is that it? Uh, no, we, that's it. Although now I was just sent photo evidence of your uh, photo bombing or photo bobbing. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Been called. It's yeah. good, right? Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> you put that up there, maybe. Yeah. It was very sly. Plus, my head's tiny.
and it's uh, in the in the background, so yes. it's even even better. All right, last chance to get them in. Mean texts coming your way, so get creative. You got a few minutes here. Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. That's coming up next with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports on seven ten. We put up the call. We had Lefko insulting our listeners. Did it work, Lefko? Did they come through? Yeah, they did. Okay. And a lot of them were not about me, so that's good. Really? Like that. Really? Yeah. Even though you insulted them? Yeah. Huh? I'm just uh, motivating. They're, they're taking it easy on yeah. you these days. All right. Well, well now they'll all come in here. Now, <laughs> one parting shot for Lefko. What, uh, what did we get to? Uh, 206 says, so Wyman is supposedly too smart for super troopers, but too dumb to operate a treadmill. Figures. <laughs> Oh, I can get the treadmill going. It's just a matter of staying on it. <laughs> That's where the problem is. What was the... Um, yeah, once again, I could have never told you guys that. Yeah. And you would... you Your lives would be empty. Yeah. <laughs> Our lives would be altered in such a weird way without Dave telling What were us. you so disgusted about just now when you closed the door, Matt? Oh, my mean text joke. My pun. Lefko made just an abysmal joke uh so i'm taking drained me yeah i'm taking this last cookie home and i had to wrap it in a lot of napkins because i said it's very crummy like our show huh mean text and then matt was like it wasn't like i'm making fun of you it was like he was truly disgusted yeah he was just like he was almost grossed out by it yeah (laughs) hey break his spirit before the drive home the funny the funny thing is Uh i I asked dave after he shut the door i go what do you think he's gonna be like when he's 70 (laughs) and dave goes like this (laughs) well actually we uh we have a mean text along those lines 206 (laughs) says Matt Nelson uh, has the unfortunate mix of Aaron Rodgers' smug indifference and Eeyore's gloominess. Ooh. Aaron like Rodgers and Eeyore. Smug indifference. Yeah. I like that. That's a win for Matt. Matt's going, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> smug indifference and Eeyore. <laughs> no, uh, 509 says, if I had to choose between driving home from work in Spokane after getting one foot of snow or listening to your show on my way back from said drive, I do both and drive into oncoming traffic. Ooh, all right. <laughs> and hopefully run into Lefko yeah. and Matt Nelson. Right. Uh, they. Uh, I'm glad they got his last name right, though. That's a win. Oh yeah, wasn't it Matt Rogers for a while? That's oh, right. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Let's go back to that. You like Rogers better? Yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was there was one from a while ago. I don't know if it was four two five or what. They should rename concussions Wyman Head. Got, yep. That's 208, actually. So it says they should rename concussions Wyman Head, a.k.a. Player X is out this week for Wyman Head symptoms. And I added the rest for you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that also known as interrupting. Uh, I was like right in the middle of reading the text. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, that was 208 and blah, blah, blah. I like All he's right. pointing at you and then you're, oh, I added the rest for you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you had it in front of you. You said you couldn't find it. Uh, no, I didn't know where they were, it came from. Uh, the text so right here. Wait, you have the text in front of you, and you don't know where it came from. No, I didn't put the little area code thing down. No, let's say it says. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> oh, oh, we're all done on this show. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> I finished it for you. Uh, this is Linda. 
Linda says, I, I know this one, Mike. I have it right Thank in front you. of me. Uh, <laughs> on a girl's weekend and decided to tune in, I mean, what better reason to start drinking than listening to you all drone on? <laughs> That's from Linda. It's quite the wiseacre. Yeah. she gets, She's cold. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, this is this one was from earlier in the week. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. Coaching something. Because 253 says... Can you picture Dave breaking up an argument on a Pop Warner football team, swearing and threatening to take on the winner, then undoubtedly tripping over the 10-yard line and ultimately breaking his back? (laughs) Uh, The 509, this came early in the show, 509 said, there's no conceit in Dave's family. He's got it all. (laughs) I'm not sure what that was in reference to, but it must have been during your description of linebackers. I think they were talking about my work family. Oh, that's you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that conceited nature to us. Dave's got it all. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 360 says, Lefko, also known as the only co-host downgrade when Dave is out. Mm. Not funny, apparently. (laughs) Well, that was an insult to me, I think. And you, maybe. I don't know. Uh, 206. Well, I clogged the toilet until it overflowed. Now I know what it's like to start my day as Dave Wyman. (laughs) Hey, how did he know that? That's eerie. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dave's movie opinions, this is 425, are like his sports opinions, arbitrary and nonsensical. <laughs> That's a Super Troopers fan chiming in there. Well, we, I, we had a lot of those. Yeah. Never thought that Super Troopers. Is it spelled S O O P E R, by the way? Mm, by no. any chance? No. Did that you all, watch the wrong movie? Because that, also, <laughs> because that also would not be funny. Yeah, I think it's spelled properly. Yes. But yeah, watching it on FX, you're, you're starting out behind the eight ball there. I'm telling you, they've thrown out every swear well, word they might possible. Was, was there any nudity in there? They might have cut That's some what you're scenes. really concerned about. <laughs> so? Uh, was there a scene and, with a bear? Yes. Well, I just want to see how edited it was, because there is there is one scene yeah. where there's nudity. So I don't know how edited you I don't need to see any nudity. But it's hilarious. Oh. Was there a scene with a bear in your movie? I've not been through the whole thing oh, yet. I'm telling okay. you, I can only take like 15 minutes at a time. It's been three days. It's been three days. Luckily, uh, it's not a long movie. We'd be here two weeks from now going, did you get the end yet? I'm doing this for you guys. Thank okay? you. Okay? It's a tremendous sacrifice. I don't think it's funny. I, I feel guilty. I do. I feel bad. Like Matt said, it seems like something I would like. I just love that your your highlight was that the guy called him turkeys. <laughs> like that's the funny part. Yeah, <laughs> you turkeys. Dave's like, now that's funny. That was funny. Over the last week, there was a day where I watched two Saw movies in one day, and Dave Wyman cannot get through one ninety-minute comedy in the span of a week. I don't understand it. Comedy? You called it a comedy? Uh, you called it a comedy. <laughs> 509 said, stick to up and smoke, Dave. <laughs> or the uh, the one with Boz in it. The imposter. Oh, the stick imposter. to that one. Yeah. Yeah. An imposter. Stick to the imposter. Yeah. Uh, I bought that one. <laughs> you did. Some, sometimes you can rent them. I bought that <laughs> you one. Bought it. You own that Hell thing. Yeah. Have you watched it imposter. again? No, I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe you've watched it multiple times to warrant buying it. Once we get a coach here in Seattle signed in and all that stuff, we'll uh, we'll break that one out again. I'll, I'll watch it for you and well, give you a report. But the beauty of that whole thing was your your thought as to what the the plot of the movie was versus yeah. what it actually was. The plot that I had was, was actually way better. Better, yeah, yeah. It was the way twin, better. The twin brother that was English, right? Or had an English accent. <laughs> he didn't know he existed. 
they come together in a bank robbery somehow. <laughs> Look at each other, an imposter. There we go. Not English at all, but close. <laughs> you gotta say, you gotta say uh, that uh, that Boz does a pretty good job in those Dr Pepper commercials. It's fantastic. Those are great commercials. They are. The portal's out of control. The transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, he he does a good job. Uh, Jeff in San Diego says the only people more annoying than Joshy Boy McDaniels are the hosts and producers of this show. Ooh, all inclusive. Yeah, got us all. Dang. That one hits. Uh, Jeff, Jeff's very hit hit or miss. Yeah. But consistent. Sorry, Jeff. Always weighing in. You're always there. We love you for that. Uh, three, six, very six, hit or miss. <laughs> three, Sometimes six, I'm tempted to say, you're not doing it right, Jeff. <laughs> you just did. There we go. Uh, 360 says, Dave's so dumb that the simple movie, Super Troopers, is too sophisticated and goes over his head. It is highbrow. It's, it's highbrow. Yeah. I'm, I, what? Yeah, some of the implications the nuances in this you know i i mean I, i'm waiting for somebody to to light a fart or something i mean that, that's the next thing i'm waiting for that's the level of sophistication yeah. that this movie has yeah that's right that's okay right. all right by the way this I is trust bob this isn't really a mean text but it just sounds like somebody who's annoyed 509 we bleeping get it left goes a titans fan and didn't like vrabel <laughs> that one's been pounded home pretty much. Yeah, so there's no no joke, no nothing. Just the thing annoyance. is, the thing that's funny about that is that Mike. It's like he has like a list of things, and he just goes like right through it. Just yeah, yeah he's rapid just, fire. He's not a motivator, and he's this and that. And back in 2021, this and I mean, it's just like he has the whole thing. I've had to bring down. it up a lot because people keep questioning me about it. But yeah, I guess it's well known now. Uh, okay, we'll close with this one. Two five three. So how can we get those two random people to host the show instead of Wyman and Bob? (laughs) Ryan and Liz. Ryan and Liz are winners of the auction item that is sitting in with Wyman and Bob, which was an absolute delight for them. I'm certain of it. Yes. I I think we should have more people in the studio and in the control room. I know it was for charity, but I kind of think they deserve a refund. Why? Because you ignored them the, the entire time? Okay, we, you were mean and nasty? We have one more good one. We have to get in here. 253. Wyman struggles to watch any media that's longer than his career highlight tape. Oh. Ah, that's not bad. That's okay. good. That's good. That's, that's good. nice and That's mean. good. That yeah. was very well done. All right. I'm crushed. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. For those new to the program, that's what we do every Friday. So uh, if you want to join in, just be creative. That's all we ask. All right, everybody. That's it for us. want to thank our guest today, Tim Twentyman out of Detroit, talking about Ben Johnson, a little insight on a potential head coach of your Seattle Seahawks. Check that out. Really good stuff from him. Also, Trevor May never disappoints. Talking Mariners and baseball, really, really good, candid stuff from him. So if you missed any of that, you missed a whole bunch. But it's right there on the podcast page for you. Just go to seattlesports.com, click the podcast tab, click on our picture, and it'll be right there waiting for you. Or you can just click subscribe and never have to think about it again. Up to you. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're going to be back on Monday right here with Wyman and Bob, Seattle Sports on 710.